This is Stage Chats with Claudia and Ailish. Hey dancers, welcome to Stage Chats. The place where we discuss the real process of a ballet competition. What to expect, the preparation, the yeah. actual event. What do you expect when you're preparing for a ballet comp? Ooh, I reckon this is great timing. Yeah, this is very, very good because we're about to kind of enter that competition season, yeah, right? Yeah, I feel like, yeah, beginning of March is definitely when, you know, your local Estedfords competitions, big competitions. Yeah, they all start running. CDS. Yeah, CDS is coming up. And then obviously as well, like even they kind of end at like what, October? I think so, yeah, more the end of the year. So that period of like, yeah, March to October, it's kind of hectic. So I think um, this advice that we're going to go through is going to really help you like how to prepare properly and just make sure that you feel ready. Yeah, I feel like that's the main thing, hey. Like yeah. no one likes going on stage and being like, I definitely could have prepared more. Yeah, that's Like the there's worst. no worse feeling, Yeah, hey. yeah. So we'll go through our tips and yes. make sure you guys understand how to prepare properly. So yes. number one though, we've got to go through what's our prize this week, Ailish? So the prize is Woo-hoo. a power roller. Oh. Just restocked actually. Yeah, so get your always, hands on one of them. They're always sold out. Yeah. They're so good. I feel like I need to use mine a little bit more. Yeah, they're good for like just releasing, especially, you know, when you get a little bit older. You just need that extra release. You really feel it, don't you? (laughs) With the quads, the ITBs. (laughs) So you guys can basically win that by listening to this episode. Taking a selfie. And you tag at Stage Chats on Instagram and we basically pick a winner every single week. Now, tip of the week, actually, I've got quite a good one this week. Yeah, yeah. So this morning when I was doing my like outfit, I kind of like put one outfit on and I was like, nah, I'm not feeling it. And then I like put on another outfit and I was like, oh, okay. I've got these like caramel Nikes. They're like caramel. They're so brand. cool. I really like them. I know. I got them in Singapore actually. Yeah. So I had them and I was like, I want to style these with something. And then I have this random brown top that's like um, a sample that we made, including in collections that never like went through. Yeah. But I feel like it should go through because it's actually like the comfiest top ever. And the color's gorgeous. Yeah. So it's a brown top and then I've got my brown shoes. So I am vibing at the moment that sandwich method. You guys seen that on TikTok? Yeah, so it's I feel like that's so good. Like yeah. when you're trying to work out an outfit to see if it flows. Yeah, yeah. So you just match your shoes with your top, and yeah. then your pants are like they. Your pants can be something more fun. Yeah. Like my pants are blue, and they've got hints of brown in them. Yeah. So it's kind of like it's cool. Yeah. And I feel like when I go like to an event or something out, I always feel like my shoes have to match something like my bag, mm. or if I'm wearing like a dress or something. As long as something matches, matches. with both of them, I feel like that's it. Yeah. Then it kind of like all ties together yeah, properly. I reckon. What's your tip of the week? So my tip of the week is on the weekend, I went for like a little hike. Oh. So I feel like just getting outdoors yes. was so nice. And there was a lake at the bottom. Oh. So like we did like a hour and a half, like walk. All then the way around. All the way around. Like it was just like, and it was kind of like rainforesty vibes because it was kind of like raining yes, a little bit in the I morning. That. So it was like really nice and a bit muddy though. And then when we got to the bottom, we swam mm. in the lake oh, that's for a little so bit. And it was good. like really cold but really nice and then yeah just got out and then we had lunch at like a local like little town yeah and that's it was just so nice it's like they're not even that far away these places yeah. but like you just kind of need to research them and then you find these like little gems and you're like oh my gosh yeah. it feels like you're on holiday literally it felt like I was on a holiday and it was literally like an hour and a half drive from my house that's crazy yeah it was great how Loved good it. definitely recommend get out in nature out in nature with the butterflies with yes. the bees okay now Beautiful. let's talk about these competitions yes. okay so 
Number one, my tip is it's all in the preparation. I agree. Obviously, you can look forward to whatever competition you're doing. And I feel like at the comps, they're all good for different reasons. They all have their own experiences behind them. And we'll talk about the actual competitions in a second. Yeah. But I think first and foremost, the preparation is key because the prep is actually the moments where you learn the most about yourself. You grow the most because the lead up, you're putting in like 150%. You're taking your body to like extreme limits. Absolutely. Taking your mind to another place. You're doing things that you never thought that you could do, right? And think of how much you're growing in that process of doing that. Oh, for sure. And you're learning so much about yourself that you will take on for the rest of your career. Yes. But also I feel like competitions, right? It's kind of like if you think about it like a marathon runner. Yeah. They'd have this massive long prep to make sure that they're exactly right on that day. Yes. Same with dancers. You can't just expect to go on stage and just whip it out with hardly any rehearsal. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I feel like it all comes down to like how much effort you're putting into the lead up. I would say as well, like back when I was younger, I'd usually prepare for a comp like two months before. Like I agree. Probably like at the eight week mark, that'd be when I'd start like, you know, picking my variation, start booking in for more private lessons, start doing extra practice in the morning and afternoons. Like just making sure I'm putting in that little bit of extra effort because when you put in that extra effort, obviously you're going to get like extra good results and feedback. Like you're putting in more. Exactly. You're going to get more back, right? And I feel like when you pick a variation, there's always a section, like, you know, you obviously pick a variation that is to do with your strengths, right? You want to show off your best strengths, but there's always a section where you're not super comfortable. Like I feel like variations these days, well, not these days, they've been around for ages, but I feel like there's always so many different aspects. So you might be amazing jumper. So, you know, you pick a variation that's mainly jumps, but there's always going to be like a turning section. Exactly. And if you're not a great turner, you need to practice that. Yeah. And you start practicing it early, like start practicing it like eight, five weeks beforehand. And you know, when it becomes like a week before the comp, you're going to feel so much better than like scrambling at the last minute. Exactly right. um, I think as well too, like know when you pick the variation, know obviously like what strengths you do have and you're going to try and pick one to suit your ability. Right. But then I think from there too, like what Ailish said, remember that every single variation will have an area where you're a little bit scared of it. And I think that is actually really important because if you pick a solo where you're good at everything and you you feel super comfortable with everything you're about to do, there's no challenge in that. Exactly. And then it kind of removes that element that I was just talking about. Like the preparation is the growth. And I think that is the part that you need to be obsessed with. Exactly. Like working towards something like that achievement of when you actually do it on stage and you look back at previous videos and you're like, wow, two months ago, I couldn't couldn't even do that. that." Yes. And that's how you get better as a dancer too, right? Because I feel like practicing a variation. I know when I was practicing for competitions, Mm. that's when I was literally at my peak of dancing. 100%. Because I was working so hard. Everything I did, even in class, like it was all to do with that competition. Yeah, of course. So when you have a goal in mind, you work so hard. Exactly. Obviously, if you don't have that, you're kind of like, oh, I'm just, you know, doing your day by day. Yeah, so you kind of need something to look forward to as well. Because I think as well, like with all these comps and stuff, like if you are really engaged with the preparation aspect of the competition, I think it removes that pressure of like, I've got to win or I've got to do really well. Because it doesn't really matter what happens with the results later, right? Because you have enjoyed that process and improved so much from that process. You should already feel satisfied. Exactly. And accomplished with like what you've managed to do in that eight week prep. Yeah. Right. And then you get to the comp and it's just like, well, whatever happens now, it's subjective. Yeah. Like you can't control what the judges are going to pick. You can't control any of that, but you know that you've put in your all. Exactly. And you can be so proud of yourself once 
you get off the stage like, oh my gosh, everything I have done led up to this moment. Like yeah. I'm so proud I've done this. Exactly. And I feel like even the preparation, like when you go to these big competitions, it's the best, it's a really great way to get seen. Yes. So I feel like you need to have, make sure you give yourself the best chance yeah. to get opportunities because exactly. at competitions you do get opportunities. Yeah, and you never know who's going to be there. Exactly. You never know who's watching. You never know, like and yeah. anything could happen, right? Yeah. And I think like with the judges even, like they might know someone that, you know, you probably don't realise that they know. Yeah. And like they're the ones watching you. They're the ones making the decision. Like they, they're seeing the potential in you. Exactly. So you just want to make sure you're putting your best foot forward. I agree. But don't freak out. Like I think with comps, you're better off being on stage and doing it than not doing it at all. I agree. Yeah. I think with what we've just said, it's probably very clear. Like, you know, if you have a challenge to live up to, you are going to grow so much. And I think that in itself is like absolutely key. So now if we kind of like fast forward to like, you know, the night before the week of yeah. the day of the competition, nerves, I feel like is a really big thing, but I yeah. also feel like nerves are a great way to show that you actually care. Yeah, You know yeah, what I mean? If you don't have that nervous, excited energy, that's the thing that's like adrenaline, you know, yeah, when you get is. on stage, it's kind of funny when you're on stage, right? I remember mm. when I was competing, you kind of don't really realize what you're doing because no, yeah. your body is just so used to doing it's like it. It's a like a weld machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah literally. You're so used to doing it. And then when you get off stage, you're like, oh my God, I just did that. Yeah. Uh, what like, what, what happened? happened? <laughs> yeah. It's such a weird feeling, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. Yeah. So nerves, obviously that's such a normal part of performing. So yeah. if you find you are nervous, like look at it as a positive. Yeah. I think if you weren't nervous, like, I mean, you've probably heard people say this a million times, either they're lying or yeah. like, that's kind of not normal because yeah. like you've prepared so hard, you've worked so hard for this. So obviously you want to do what you've been doing in the studio on stage. And I feel like the preparation is what gives you confidence. Like on the day, of course you're nervous, but at least, you know, if you've done the preparation, that's what's behind you. And that's yeah. where your confidence should come from. Exactly. Come from the preparation. Yeah. Yeah. So now as well, like on the day of the comp, what can you like expect on an average? Because obviously like we're actually, we've created a competition. Yeah. And it's crazy. The things that go into a ballet comp, especially when you're trying to think of everyone and keeping it really fair, making sure everyone gets seen. Yeah. We've had to think about so many elements that actually I think is missing in the comp scene, to be honest. Yes. Like, cause Ailish and I obviously like I'm 31, Ailish is 20, 24. 24. We've done our fair, fair share of comps. Oh yeah. Big <laughs> I think, time. Like, yeah. Like over the years, like the amount of competitions I've done and I've walked away and I'm like, Oh my God, like I worked so hard and I never actually got to do my solo on stage. Yeah, I know. It's so disheartening because you mm. do train for it and there's, you know, not even a 50-50 chance that you can do it. Yeah. Most of the time it's like 10 out of, you know, 50 kids. That get to do their solo. solo but yeah. yeah, what we've decided to do is I think the best thing is, is class on stage. Yeah. I feel like you see someone in action properly when they're in that more relaxed environment. Sorry, yeah. excuse the garbage bin. It's like beeping like a, I don't even know what. Anyway. Like a so, beep. Yeah, like a beep. <laughs> Um, but if you see someone in that class setting where they're nice and relaxed, they're yep. on stage, obviously there's pressure, yeah. but it's also unseen work and everyone's on stage doing the same thing. I think that is like the fairest scenario to see everyone do what they might be a little bit uncomfortable doing, but also like how they kind of work naturally every single day. Exactly. And you see them like the raw natural yeah. talent, like yeah. something obviously like a solo is so well rehearsed, yes. but I feel like there's something about seeing a dancer in class. You can actually see the way they respond, the way they hold themselves, how yep. passionate they are. So true. Because we actually went through as well, like with our ballet comp, Claudine scholarships, when we were creating it, should we do the solos first? 
and yeah. the class second. Like they were, we thought of absolutely everything, but yeah. we decided that class is, I think, the place where you kind of ease those nerves a little bit. Yeah. You get to feel the stage. You get to know the stage yeah. before you do your solo the next day. Exactly. So that's how yeah. we have it scheduled. So everyone does a class. And then this is the key thing. Everyone does their solo because I'm so over comps where no one gets to do their solo yes, unless you get I to agree. the, yeah, unless you get to like the semifinals and all that. I feel like it's just a little bit unfair. It's better if everyone has a chance to dance. So that's how we've done it. And also we want you to get up there and do what you've been preparing for the past six weeks. Exactly like, right. And yeah. I feel like though it's a second chance, like sure your class might not do, you know, you might not feel su- super well in class, mm. but you have your second chance to be able to do your solo, which you've rehearsed, yes. which is another chance to be seen. Exactly. Yeah. So everyone does their solo on stage. And then after that, we're actually um, doing this really cool, unique process where every single competitor then goes on stage, then top five dancers get announced on stage. So everyone's together there, the top five get announced and those five will then perform again for the final. But in saying that, like, I also think because everyone's done their class, because everyone's done their solo, they feel accomplished. Like they've done what they came to do. And so if you get to do your solo again in the final, awesome. But if you don't, guess what? Like we've seen you, like we've seen you up there doing those things. Yeah, seeing what you've rehearsed, like all your hard work. Like that's awesome. So I feel like that's really cool. But I think obviously the process of a lot of comps is they do like several class rounds. Like they'll do one class, then there'll be a semifinalist announcement. And then the semifinals will only be the ones that do their solos. And then from there, the finalists will get announced. And then the finalists, like, I don't know, it's just a lot of rounds. And I think sometimes it's just nice if everyone sort of gets, yeah, like I said before, the chance to dance. And they get something to work towards. Yeah. Gets to work towards their solo. Exactly. Yeah. So normally that's what a ballet comp is sort of like consists of, but I think we've kind of tried to make and incorporate a few different things, even as well. Like if you think about it at CDS, we're doing this cool thing where you get to ask the judges questions. So we're doing a Q and A on the first day. So that's after your class. And then before you do your solos the next day, we're going to be sitting down on stage with the judges, obviously there's an audience there and that's where like competitors can come in and everything and you can ask questions you can literally so good. hear what they have to say like if you want to know why a judge picks certain people or what are they looking for or yeah. what is it that makes someone stand out yeah th- there's your answer exactly like, and I feel like every ju- like every dancer you know Claudia and I we've obviously been in the ballet scene for so long but mm. our opinions of a dancer could be very different so different so I yeah. feel like it's actually really nice to speak to the judge and be like okay well what's your preference of dance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like what do you look for in a dancer? Because it could be like, you know, I love jumps, but I also, you know, love the passion, the artistry, artistry everything. Yeah. yeah, that's so true. Yeah. And like what do judges look for? I mean, in my opinion, I often think it's potential. I think a no, mm-hmm. I, I, I think a lot of people think it's like these super well-rehearsed, like mechanical performances where yeah. it's like they go out, they know what they're going to do and then they just do it, they nail it. Yeah. Sometimes like obviously that's really cool, but I think you'll be surprised how many judges are always looking for potential because they've been in your position before. Exactly. They know like sometimes those people that are super mechanical and really rehearsed, like that's their maximum. Yeah. Like that's where- That's That's their peak. That's their peak. That's their limit, right? Whereas people that maybe can't do that yet, they haven't had, you know, maybe the skill set or they haven't been taught it. They know that they potentially could get taught to do that. Exactly. Yeah. That's another thing to remember too. The judges aren't always looking for like the best one in that moment. No. Also, I feel like judges also look for like the ones that just truly love to dance. Yeah. Like, you know, when you see kids just on stage and you're like, wow, you have this burning passion. You can mm. actually see it through.
through your movements, yes. like move an audience. I feel like that takes someone so special to yeah. be able to move an audience. Oh, 100%. Like yeah. when you can like hear a pin drop. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty like cool. Like everyone's just got them, like she's got the audience at the palm of her hand. Yeah, like captivated. Yeah. Like so everyone's super engaged. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing more beautiful, I think. Exactly. Yeah. So look, in summary, guys, I feel like they're the things that you should focus on and expect for competitions. Yeah. And by the way, we're up to like 97% capacity of CDS, yes. put it in scholarships. So this is pretty much like your final chance to enter. Get in. Yeah. yeah because the entries close in like three weeks, but I feel like they're probably going to sell out before then. So make sure you guys go and go and do that. Such a good opportunity. Yeah, literally. So and you can win $10,000. So we'll up yeah. to $10,000 with all the level prizes that yeah. are getting awarded. So that's very cool too. Very cool. Oh, so I'm exciting. So Love yeah. you guys. Love you guys. podcast is brought to you by Claudia Dean World. Make sure you follow this podcast, our Instagram, TikTok and YouTube. See you in the next episode. Bye dancers!